You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad and Hot Doc Series, the annual documentary festival that happens in Toronto, is underway and there are two Irish documentaries that are being featured this year. One of them is by Sasha King and it's Vicky and it is relating to Vicky Phelan and Vicky Phelan uh, over the last number of years had a huge impact on Irish society but before we talk about that I want to talk a little bit to Sasha. First of all welcome Sasha, delighted that we have you here. I want to talk a little bit about your career because I see it goes back to about 2003 when you were a producer on True Lives and uh, you've been uh, you've had a few shorts in between and been involved in a number of other productions um, including uh, Dolores Keane A Storm in My Heart and, and I know that was got wards and was a powerful one Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I cut my teeth on the shorts. I think there's this amazing, um, amazing incentives over in Ireland, you know, uh, with uh, backing and funding basically to to uh, make short films. And it's it's set up like a training ground, really, so that, you know, all of us coming up in the industry um, can learn how to, you know, work with really decent budgets. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's an amazing Screen Ireland incentive. Yeah, I was chatting with some of your colleagues recently because we had the Irish Film Festival here in Ottawa and they were all so complimentary and grateful for that type of support and particularly during COVID how TG Catter had uh, initiated programmes to facilitate uh, movies as Gaelga. Oh gosh, yeah, like there's an as Gaelga, you know, I want to say revival but it's not really, it's a renaissance, you know. Um, obviously with on Colleen Kewen, but there's there's multiple Oscar films out there making an impact. Um, yeah, the the COVID was an interesting one for the film industry. I mean, I I have a lot of colleagues that and family who work in the music industry as well, and the music industry, you know, uh, couldn't really figure it out, unfortunately, you know, with the live gigs and that kind of thing. But the film industry were able to quickly adapt. Um, with COVID protocols and, and COVID budgets and they got the support for that. So I think, you know, at a time when people are at home and they want content, that's all they want because they're stuck at home or, you know, they're isolating or whatever it was. Um, yeah, the film industry really thrived in that in that time period. And um, jeepers, it was busy. We were all working constantly you know Sasha you seem to be drawn from what I can see of your work towards what would be meaningful real life stories with real life people yeah I am a hundred percent I mean isn't that what it's all about you know um I always look for the human side in a story and I just think that they're the stories that grab me and if my gut is telling me that then I know there'll be an audience out there um who will feel the same um, you know, I just think that's what life is about, really, you know. Um, it's definitely what I'm attracted to. So in the case of Vicky and Vicky Phelan, um, this story goes back to about 2008, uh, I think it would be when the initial um, information relative to a problem was became aware. And this is based on a scandal 
in Ireland where uh, women who were being tested for cervical cancer, the tests were not being properly analysed and inaccurate results were being reported. Um, the first question I want to put to you really is that for something that is as painful um, and I hate to say it morbidly inevitable as some of this was when or how were you able to approach Vicky yeah. to yeah. handle this? Yeah, thanks for that question. I mean, it's just, gosh, it's been just un- an unbelievable few years, to be honest with you. Um, well, I, I, like most of the nation, saw Vicky um, on the news, on the six o'clock news in uh, 2018. I believe it was April 28th, I think, 2018. And um, or just at the end of April, basically, and she'd just come out of the court and she was revealing what had happened to her. So she'd been caught up in this uh, trial against the health service in Ireland and the U.S. labs. And they, um, you know, she hadn't she she was asked to sign a a non-disclosure, you know, a confidentiality agreement and basically refused um, because she had an inkling that there was other people, other women involved in this scandal caught up in this and I saw her on the news and I was floored I mean I stood in my tracks I just could not believe what I was hearing and then I just followed the story I was fascinated but I contacted her very quickly after that and I just told her who I was and I said let's meet and you know I think you know I think we need to I I would love to do a, a to follow you because you know the story was unfolding very quickly um and really what was happening was more and more women were being um declared part of this huge scandal you know so yeah we hit it off we had a lovely lunch we you know I showed her one of the films I had made uh, directed called Akron I had made in the states and she loved it and yeah we just had a great rapport so we 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 she was like to work with Vicky I mean you know if anyone who sees who has seen the film she's an incredibly productive positive person and to have her on your side as a filmmaker, you know, I mean, doors open <laughs> when she calls people, you know, um, she was as organized and as natural a, a, a collaborator as the best producer I've ever come across. So it was really a really uh, positive experience for the couple of years we were filming. Um, and uh, and then COVID hit, you know. So um, we couldn't, we couldn't, we had to stop filming and then Vicky ended up back in America with treatment. So yeah, it was, it was a really um, full on few years. Sasha, it's very intense when someone gives permission, first of all, for literally for you to shadow them. And it must, it's equally intense, I'm sure, for you to be the shadow. And because it's real life, what unfolds, you don't know what's coming and that in itself must suck you right in that you are literally you are a shadow of the real thing i mean i know what you're saying but it never felt like a shadow i was we became that you know friends really close friends very quickly and we became kind of allies and you know kind of part of the same team and um I wanted to do everything I could to get her story out there and she wanted to do everything to help me to get the story out there. So we were collaborating constantly by texts, by emails, on the phone. You know, she would say, listen, there's going to be, I'm going down to meet the Minister for Health. 
you know, and I said, great, I'll be there half an hour before. I'll catch you coming in. Why don't we contact him and see if I can come in and interview him as well? You know, this is the way we worked. Um, and um, it was just fantastic. But also, you know, that was that was one side of it, one element of what we were doing. The other side of it was the shocking truth of, you know, her terminal diagnosis, her deteriorating health and other women, um, you know, um, finding out as well that they were, were, were terminally ill. And also um, families finding out that their loved ones had passed because of what had happened. I mean, when Vicky's when we, we when eventually she got to the truth and she fought for the truth, you know, she revealed that 17 women were already dead from this, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's hard to. And, and, and in a way, that's what I meant by being a shadow in that you, while Vicky was the one that was enduring the trauma, you were so close in many ways that you must have been feeling it also. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, how could you not, you know? And I got very close to her family as well and her her beautiful kids and husband. And, um, you know, it just, just to, 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 I mean, it was, absolute, it was an absolute privilege to spend time with her, you know? But just to be around someone who's fighting for, you know, every day she's fighting every day to 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 try and stay alive um never mind fighting for the truth i mean it was powerful you know powerful to be in her company as a director on on a, a movie and a documentary like this you must also have to be able to detach to some degree yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's the otherwise you wouldn't have a film at the end of it um and ultimately there is that fine line of you know um you have to you have to make choices about what footage you keep in um how the story goes that kind of thing um the story threads rather but you know um it's it's that's the career we're in you know you have to you have to keep um, you have to keep that in mind, otherwise you don't have your film. Mm-hmm. So it was tricky. It was tricky. I think it's always tricky in these kind of um, uh, these types of stories. Um, you know, real life, human nature. You know, tragedy, people dying. You know, it's it's really tricky to to not get completely sucked in, but you have to because ultimately my job and my responsibility to what I was doing and my my team and my my company and and me my responsibility was to get that film made and out there that's the promise that i made to her you know and it wasn't just her it was it was everyone else then who who started to hear about it who were involved i mean everyone was excited and rallying around to make sure that we had access to everyone all the key players um and we had the truth you know? I remember uh, you mentioned COVID, and I remember when Vicky went to the States, and there was she was hopeful that maybe the, the treatment might be successful. And um, at that time, I guess you would not have been able to travel, so everything you would have been working with her on that would have been remote. Oh yeah, totally. No, I mean that was that was. Um quite early on into COVID and I don't think anybody traveled with her. I don't think her children or family went over. Um, she, she, you know, she was very, very strong woman, you know, really, really strong in her, in her own mind and self. 
Um, and although it probably, you know, broke her heart, I know it did, that she left to go on her own knowing that, you know, she was very, very ill and she'd hit the end of the road with treatments in, in Ireland. Um, she still was determined to go and not put her family and children to, through that with her, do you know? So, but yeah, I couldn't travel. So, um, really at that point we had most of, well, I'd say 99% of the filming done. Um, and what I was able to do then was I have a studio, an editing studio. So myself and my partner, Bill, we were able to set up uh, the edit and um, concentrate on, you know, um, on working on that. And then if I needed anything, even voice notes, she would just ping them to me, you know. So we were constantly in touch and I was getting footage from her, you know, um, even phone footage I found really valuable with Vicky, especially when she was you know, going into a hospital where you wouldn't allow to film, you know, she'd just whip out her phone. <laughs> and I'd say, I'd say, look, if you can get something, you know, if you can get a picture of the Pembrolis map, would you do that for us? You know, would you get the video? And she was brilliant. You know, she, she understood the importance of these things. How much of what you now have as an end documentary were you able to share with Vicky? Um, what do you mean? The full i mean like yeah like given that you that it was a work in progress how much feet like while you were mm. building were you able to share any of the um some of what you were working on with her and let her see it yeah i mean you know it's this is a funny a funny situation because well not funny as in haha but funny as in like you know a lot of film directors don't share footage with the people or the person in the, that the film is about with them until the very end mm -hmm. but I felt differently about this um, and I wanted her to see what was happening and I wanted her to have an input um, you know she's not a filmmaker and um, you know there was a lot of things that you know technically she wouldn't have gotten but um, you know I was able to share a good bit with her yeah I was like I showed her a couple of the cuts and I mean, she was obviously very happy with the final version of the film. Um, you know, I, I don't think I would have released it if she wasn't, to be honest with you. I needed to know that she was because it's her story, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Since you've released it, um, how have you found the reaction in Ireland particularly? Oh, it's phenomenal. I mean, you know, she is a modern day warrior woman and um you know when someone who is terminally ill um through no fault of their own takes on the system takes on you know uh making sure that other everyone else involved knows about it takes on fighting for the truth for everyone including future generations of women you know i mean what, what more can you say you know so it's yeah i mean it's just been it's been an overwhelming journey for me, you know. While you were doing this, did you find any resistance? From who? <laughs> be it the system, be it the system, because literally what you were doing was building a story and or putting a spotlight on the system. Mm. No, um, no, I didn't actually. I thought I would. I expected to, but no. Um, no, I really didn't. I thought that, you know, Vicky, she received resistance for being public. You know, she received 
negative um, commentary from certain doctors, you know, uh, people in the medical world who challenged, you know, um, what she had revealed. Um, you know, um, there was that, that's quite a public part of her story as well. But no, I expected there to be, but, you know, we were watertight with our legal checks and things like that. So, you know, and honestly, this was, uh, you know, I, I, I absolutely wanted to tell the truth in the story, but I was also looking at this through the lens of, um, you know, analyzing a woman taking a study of a woman who's been presented with a terminal diagnosis and seeing how she conducts herself over these this period of time, you know. Um, it was really about that for me as well. It was just as important as getting to the truth of what happened. It was seeing how Vicky coped and dealt with it. And and the way she coped and dealt was admirable. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to depict that. Do you know what I mean? Sasha I really appreciate you taking the time. It's been an honour and a pleasure chatting with you. Um, I look forward to being able to see the documentary. It is screening at the TIFF Bell Lightbox on Wednesday, May 3rd at 8pm and also on Saturday, May 6th at 5.30pm. You can get information on that at hotdocs.ca. That's H-O-T-D-O-C-S dot C-A, hotdocs. And again, that's Wednesday, May 3rd, 8 p.m. and Saturday, May 6th at 5.30 p.m. And we've been chatting with Sasha King, who's the director of the documentary, Vicky. Sasha, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. I leave on Saturday for Canada, for Toronto, and I'm very excited. So hopefully I'll see you over there. One would never know. <laughs> Thanks very much. I appreciate it all. My mummy has cancer and she won't die. I love the sea. This is where my ashes will be scattered. Patients' tests have been sent out to the country to be dealt with by a questionable entity abroad. And I shudder to think of the long-term consequences. How bad is this? And she said, you've got a 10 centimeter tumor. I said, what? So I knew there was a page missing. So I was going through my file going, Where, where's this page one, you know? And my mother said, Patricia, it's probably just a cover page. And I said, yeah, but why is it missing? And who is it to and when? I knew at that point there were other women that were in the same boat as me who were clueless, out there at home, not knowing this was going on. And I thought, I could not. I just couldn't, you know, stand over that. Let's have an investigation. Let's see what happened. Where is the accountability? That shows 18 women dead. It doesn't actually show 20. So this is the pimbalism I've now going up. I've been sick. I've been battling infections for the last, Jesus, six weeks. The only way I can describe it is like hell, really, to be honest. Um, I have a message from a non-hearer. 